0: you're listening to the medic materials podcast hosted by mike turk emily yates and gerard cuomo all our current ems providers and educators with a combined 30 years of ems experience each month we discuss ems news medical science and review actual ems calls offering many educational opportunities to the listener portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and immunity of all involved
1: Hello and welcome, everyone, to the uh, Medic every bun? Materials podcast.
0: Every bun? What every bun?
2: That was everyone. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, too. you heard the one. I heard <laughs> every bun. I heard everyone. Are you hungry? <laughs> it's not me, don't worry.
1: Well, that everybody. For uh, those of you new to the podcast, here that was my great friend Gerard. Hello. <laughs> I'm who's, just gonna keep who's going.
2: Gonna
0: clean, clean his ears out. <laughs>
2: We're bringing Cinnabons next time.
1: One of the oh, other Cinnabuns. You're wearing a new hat, Damn,
0: it's so just, it's uh, clogging your ears. That's what it is. Yeah, yes.
1: the it's the hat. It's the hat. Uh, we're also here with uh, Nurse and EMT Emily, as always, and uh, she who will be taking her EMT test in three days, Kelsey.
3: Yeah, excited.
1: Excited. So we're uh, we're starting off this year with. A very interesting, thought-provoking call. Um, It's got a little bit of everything in that we're going to be talking a lot about treatments, when to and when not to treat stuff, uh, hypoxia, as well as a little bit of compassion, humanity, and DNR stuff. So uh, let's jump right in. So with this call, it is a uh, a standard EMS response system. You have uh, one transporting ALS ambulance. It's staffed by an EMT basic and one paramedic. It is a, uh, a residence in a rural setting. Your hospital's uh, near here. You have one generalized, you know, community hospital, uh, approximately 20, 25 minutes away, and then two larger city hospitals um, with all capabilities: stroke, trauma. Um, you know, cardiac, whatever you wish, they have, uh, approximately 25 to 30 minutes away. So you're dispatched uh, priority two or a Charlie level response for an 82 year old male with shortness of breath. You arrive on scene and you're met in the driveway by a family caregiver. This caregiver tells EMS that uh, the gentleman's been short of breath for the last five days with progressive worsening. His uh, he does have oxygen at home, but he's just decided to stop using it two days, uh, two days ago. The caregiver states, uh, quote, at this point in time, it must be really bad if he told me to call. Uh, They also report that his intake has been next to minimal and that he is more or less dying. So at this point in time, before we even make entry into the residence, where is your guys mindset Starting with this
0: information from the caregiver. We're going to be dealing with a hypoxic patient who's going to be probably critical. Okay. I
2: say, it, right off the, get, the get-go, this sounds bad. Sounds
0: bad, right? I was already thinking about calling the second medic.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: So uh, you enter the home and you meet your patient lying, lying supine in bed with his knees bent. Okay, He's alone, and he appears super agitated and very restless. He's, he's literally squirming all around the bed. So without even going up to your patient, does this presentation concern you? And if it does, why does it concern you? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Normal, normal people don't do that. Normal people don't do
3: that. People but, in pain do that. Okay. So or people
1: hypoxic people or, do yeah. that. So, So we're thinking right off the rip – hypoxia right this is not a presentation for a normal mentating human being right when people have that loss of oxygen their brain does really funky shit right they get restless they get agitated they squirm around beds right if that's where they're laying at this point what do you guys immediately want to know what do you want to do well
0: from the ALS I don't know. Before I do anything, I want a history of the patient. I need to know what the heck I am dealing with here. Okay. Because I mean, why is he on the homo two? Why did he stop? Why did
3: he stop? That's what uh, I was wondering.
0: Okay. Cool. Can't get it yet. Okay. Uh, The the
1: family has disappeared, and the caregiver has also disappeared to another place in the home. So you are left with patient, your partner, and yourself.
0: Begin your assessment. Manage your way.
1: Okay. You walk over to the side of the bed. And uh, at bedside, you find that he's got a GCS of 15. He's conscious alert and oriented. Um, his airway is open. It's clear. It's free of debris. His breathing is shallow, but yet tachypnic. His respiratory rate it says, is estimated above 35 breaths per minute. Radio pulses are present. They're equal. They're very strong and yet very fast. Uh, this paramedic takes lung sounds. They're clear bilaterally in all fields. Uh, skin is warm, dry, extremely pale. So where do you want to go from here? It's an interesting presentation for initial in that he's squirming all around the bed. You would, you would, would assume anticipate him
2: to be altered. You right. would assume yeah. that he
1: would be altered, right? But he can answer this is who I am. This is where he was. Right. Blah 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 blah. That that is odd. That's an odd yeah, presentation. I where do you go from here? What what would you guys like to do? Uh,
2: I would like to get as many questions out to him before yeah, he loses before his, lose his mental yeah. status. Yeah. Okay.
1: So what do you want to know?
2: DNR DNI. Okay. Allergies that he's on. History. Nations yeah, history. like <clears throat> okay. Start with what's going to kill him first and then kind of go back from there,
1: okay. So he uh he says no allergies. Um, he uh also says no meds, no meds, no meds. And for an 82 um, year old, I don't believe that,
2: but he's on oxygen,
1: correct. But again, to him, he, he hasn't discont- had it in two days, right? Did he you don't find his
0: medications. What was that? Did, did, yeah, did he discontinue his medication at
1: this point in time? This provider doesn't know, okay. Um not a question that they asked this this gentleman at that point in time
0: where, you know what kind of medications do you take? None right. I'm like I, I was just in the other room and there's the basket of plenty. <laughs> no, I stopped taking them a week ago I'm done. right oh. yep, um and
1: really, he does not uh he does not give you anything more than he's he's sick, right? He's been sick for a while he says, i you know. I'm done with this. I'm sick. It's fine. Uh, That's pretty much the response for history that you get from him. But you can assume that, you know, he's he's. I would think that he is declining at that point in time because he's not he. Yes, he's consciously ignored when you start asking, hey, who are you? What's going on? He says, I'm sick. I can't breathe. This has been going on, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't really give you any in depth information.
0: You yes, ask, what kind of sick are we talking about?
1: He, all he says is that he can't breathe. Breathing's been getting worse. Does that come
2: out in one sentence?
1: It does. It does. Um,
0: anything else that you guys want to get? Let's go ahead and start getting vitals on him. Why did awesome. he
3: stop taking oxygen?
0: Yeah, well, I'd like to know a lot <laughs> <of things. laughs> <laughs> um find out where we're at physically okay
1: cool yeah, i i, mean, I, would, I, I, would I like i like a baseline yeah. set of vitals right baseline set of vitals are as follows heart rate via the pulse ox is 150 uh sbo2 shows up less than 50 percent mm-hmm. uh on this particular monitor it just gives you the less than sign yeah. and 50 so it could be 20
0: who knows um Re- just put up a little sign that says you're screwed. Yeah, seriously, right? right? <laughs> uh, Respiratory. A, re- a sad face and a screw <laughs> next to <laughs> <you know. laughs>
1: We should just build our own monitor. Like You know, the right. the Bluetooth electrodes right, so there's no fucking knows, wires right, and oh, screwed faces. Real? Like right. It'd be perfect. It'd be absolutely perfect. We'd make
0: billions. I know. <laughs> and you know half the people that we know that probably don't understand what less than 50 means they definitely understand you you're know, screwed, screwed. <laughs> <laughs> um so <Adenosine>, no no <laughs>
1: That's so bad. I love it. Uh, <laughs> respiratory rate is uh, is counted as 36. It's distressed. It's shallow. Uh, blood pressure via the uh, non-invasive automatic blood pressure cuff is 91 over 72. At this point in time, he is anxious. He's restless. Um, he's still able to answer... The majority of your questions uh, that you you ask. The
0: the map's still good. I mean, yeah, his blood pressure is actually fine. Yep,
1: and uh, and nasal end title is placed, and it is a it registers as four. However, however. (laughs) Uh, this paramedic, when I was speaking with them, uh, said that the uh, nasal entitle waveform was literally non existent okay. on the monitor. So either it was a really bad tracing or it was really that bad. So take that as you will. Um, these providers decide it's time to place them on the cardiac monitor. They put a four lead EKG. It shows sinus tack and the, uh, the EMT decides to do the good BLS thing and puts them on a non-rebreather mask at 12 liters per minute. Uh, the SpO2 then increases to 72%. Are you guys okay with the NRB
2: mask, the yeah, non-rebreather, or I do you, you want
1: like something else here? Yeah, with the respirations I feel like I would have 30s. done that
2: earlier, though, because I don't need the pulse ox to tell me that this patient's hypoxic. We are, we saw that at the door, mm-hmm. so I think I would have jumped on that. If you're going to go with the non-rebreather, put it on them now until you can get everything set up, but they really mm-hmm. need to be bagged. bagged.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So you said respiratory rate in the 30s.
2: But I also want to find out from this patient if they want to be intubated mm-hmm. prior to him losing his... Mental For, status. Right. Like, if this is his choice, then let it be yeah, his choice now. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, it,
1: it, again, when speaking to this medic, at this point in time, the medic decides <clears throat> internally me. he's going to RSI this patient. Yeah. Right? There's there's no if, ands, buts about it. He needs to manage an airway, take over the ventilatory status, and, and yeah, RSI heard,
0: this patient. Just from what I heard from the family on the way out, that's why I said I'm, I'm already thinking, call that the on call medic. And right. We're probably going to go down that road.
1: Yep. So in this system, RSI is a two ALS provider skill. So, it, you know, again, he would have to call for said second paramedic, right, uh, adding time to the whole process. So it was it, at this point in time is where, re, like, reviewing this call, it seems this is the change to more difficult, right? It was somewhat difficult before. Now it seems to get a lot more difficult. Uh, the paramedic, like a good paramedic, uh, should, informs his patient saying, hey, this is my plan of treatment. Right? Are you okay with this? He right. goes down the, are you okay with intubation? Right? Tube down your throat, help you breathe, blah, blah, blah. Patient refuses. Says, fuck no, don't want that. Really? Paramedic goes, "Um, no, probably, why? Not, <laughs> probably not the best. Ah, uh, shit thing yes ah shit right (laughs) ah fuck (laughs) um refuses the intubation and again he's still conscious alert oriented at this time can make that decision on his own uh however the paramedic asks if there's any advanced directives he goes no there's there's nothing on paper So he's a full code so at this point in time he's a full (laughs) code right at that point in time Another family member walks into the room, arrives on scene, walks in this room, announces themselves as the healthcare proxy to the patient. Now, in this system, technically, EMS providers don't necessarily have to listen to healthcare proxies, but the EMS crew decides, hey, let's hear what they have to say, right? The paramedic asks, listen, this is the route of, route of treatment that... I want to go down. I want to intubate. I want to RSI this patient. You know, for this reason, the the breathing instability, the the declining mental status, the hypoxia. Okay, right.
0: Here's the here's okay. So now you have the healthcare proxy. What's the underlying condition? What's going on with this guy? Why, why well, is he that, in bed taking his oxygen off two days ago and not eating? So we
1: can we can get that now. Okay. So before before I give you that information, the healthcare proxy says. It may not be written, but this gentleman's wishes is no CPR, no de- like no intubation, no major life saving things. No no pacing, no you know, no nothing. So I have a question.
2: You had a question. So I'd be disappointed if you didn't. <laughs>
3: Does this I know you. Interviewed. Does this medic explain that intubating this patient is not the end all be all? Like, put on the vent, pull the plug. Because, like, if you went up to my grandfather who's around the same age, you went, "Hey, this is what's going on. I'm thinking about intubating. He'd be like, "No." Yeah, but how? Because you that's my grand people just don't exactly understand that just because you get intubated doesn't mean you're dying
2: on the vent. Right. But you don't know that for this patient. Like no, they're hypoxic don't, but you less than fifty. They're already on oxygen. They've been hypoxic for god knows how long because they took their oxygen off two days ago. But you, can only,
1: you can only assume they've been hypoxic for a two while. Days. Right,
2: exactly. So you don't know that. You don't know, but you also don't know. Not every
3: time you get intubated doesn't mean you die in the vent. No, that's true. It's very but true.
0: But this uh, one
2: could very I mean, well could, could be he gets intubated and dies on the vent. Right. Yeah.
0: But I mean, I don't, I don't know what. Or, I what, mean, even
1: still, not to cut you off, Gerard, yeah. you could intubate him and he dies during the intubation.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, who's you to know? say that he's even going to handle that?
0: Right. I mean, I I don't know how this medic put it, but I mean, I I know me personally, if I'm going to explain to somebody, hey, this is what we need to do, I I don't say, hey, here's what I'm thinking about. I'm kind of like leaning towards sticking a tube in your throat, (laughs) I, I, I say, hey, we're going to have to do this, 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 and this because I believe this is the best way we're going to save your life. Mm-hmm. You know? But I he's already it made
2: it very clear that he does not he want CPR, he does not want intubation, he doesn't want pacing, you know, any life-saving measures. That's his choice.
0: Well, I know, but I mean, that's what this proxy has stated.
2: That's what he but, stated. But
1: he confirmed. It, it's also
2: confirmed
0: confirm it that the
1: patient, patient the patient, yep, I'm it's done. it's I'm in good. here. So I'm good with it. Uh, doo,
2: doo, doo, doo. We don't have to I, like I already, it. We don't I have know. to agree with I it, but like it's it, his but choice, I'll and then. I will always agree with the the fact that you get to make that choice. Yeah, and I
0: will probably and I, I mean I would definitely I wouldn't give up. I would keep no trying educate to them. But hey, I think it all what think depends we can on do. how it's
2: explained to the patient. Right. But
0: and and so yeah. At the end of the day, if I'm getting it directly from the patient, I'm good with it. So what
1: I got from this was the the paramedic does inform the patient. Listen, this is a life saving technique and skill <clears> that needs to happen for your condition um and the patient literally sat there and was like no
2: absolutely not
1: no nothing no cpr and he's fully
0: oriented and answers all the questions i mean i know
2: he's 82 but at that point if you've already thought about that and have that decision made i feel like this is not a new issue for you
0: so, did we ever find out why he's in bed? So, um, with the
1: proxy now there, you are able to uh, obtain some further information. Uh, the uh, The patient does have uh, prostate and bladder cancer, okay. very frequent UTIs, uh, and uh, did have uh, COVID nineteen approximately four to five months prior, but was able to recover. Um, the Medications. That's not possible. What? (laughs) Uh, The medications were stopped five months prior to today. Why? He just didn't feel like taking them anymore. Medications for the cancer. Um,
2: What was that? Medications for the cancer.
1: For the cancer. So um, yeah, he's done. He gave up. So as it was as it was explained to me, uh, it seemed that this uh, this person was given you know x amount of you know months to live they were coming up on that you know that month to live and he had just said i'm throwing in the towel here you go stop med stop doing everything i'm going and, out my own way right. going out his own way and then decided to live longer than the the doctors had said so now he's kind of on that borrowed time yeah. kind of thing and I mean, as it was related to me through the paramedic, it kind of seemed like this guy knew where he was going at this point. Like, he knew the process was ending now. Like, to me, it seems like, you know, to me looking in on this, you know, from the start, as you guys said, critical patient right from the get-go, right? Is he going to make it to an ER? We don't know. He may, he may not, right? He might not make it out of that room. We don't know at this point in time.
3: Does he even want to go? Accelerating the bag.
1: Okay. <laughs> we have started bagging this poor guy. We bagged him or yeah, is he we, just... yeah, we started. Well, We wanted to, did they? So you guys have started bagging. Um, these not. people <laughs> have not started to bag <laughs> Um So we don't I, know. So we don't know. So another set of vitals is able to be taken. Uh, the BP doesn't come up with anything. It gives you that nice dot, dot, dot. Uh, he is still sinus tack on the monitor at 156. Respiratory rate is still 36. His SPO2 does not change from 72%. And his GCS moves from 15. But he's at 72
2: now. Wasn't he below 50? They put the non-rebreather on. They put on. the right. non-rebreather so on it came to
1: 72. Uh, the GCS does decrease slightly, but it's enough mental status change uh, from a 15, alert and oriented, to now a 14 and confused. He is now severely anxious. He starts trying to rip the oxygen
0: mask off of his face. Well, this is where the humanity end of it comes in for me, because once I get it from him that these are his wishes, I talk to the family. I know what his underlying condition is now. We know we have the picture that he he's... This is the way I want to go Ready? out. I want to go out on my terms. I but don't not wanna... suffering. This is where the, this, this is, is this yeah. is what pisses me off because now there's nothing I can do. Why? Just to, to 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 stop him from suffering. Why? Unless, I mean, I can't. I can't do anything. Why? Why well, give him morphine? Why not? What am I treating? I mean, call a doc. You're treating death.
2: You're making it so that he's not suffering. This poor yeah. guy is restless. He's hypoxic. He's uncomfortable because has he, he won't I, stop. I mean,
0: As he said he doesn't want anything done? So. Because that's my understanding is he wants nothing done. And I'm like.
2: But does he understand? Like, I, I think you that you need to something. educate on that. That's something you have to and say. At this point, he's he's confused. And at this point. So right. I think we almost missed the mark on that. Okay. But like, do you have the conversation with the healthcare proxy? I realize pre-hospitally, we don't really pay too much attention to healthcare proxies Um, we can honestly pay attention but
1: there's nothing that says like typically yes we don't listen to healthcare proxies at least in this state that we all practice in I don't know if it's different for this you know system but if, if they are in the same lane as the patient was 10 seconds prior I agree I feel like that's a great resource. Healthcare proxy, I
0: can listen to you at this point in time. Yeah, I agree. And I guess I mean just something I was just thinking about. I mean this is this now we're in this weird position. When's the last time outside of a hospital? Any of you have
3: let somebody die?
0: Basically not just, you know, watch someone die because that was their wish, but you know, not actually in intervened to help it along in a more peaceful way. Mm-hmm. I've never done it.
3: Doesn't mean you can't. I agree. I've always been I trying
0: would... to prevent that from happening. But
3: if they flat out say, I am ready well, to die here well, in it, my it, home.
0: I've, I've had plenty where, you know, DNR, DNI, whatever, or even just where, you know, the wife is there and says, I know my husband, this is what he wanted, and, and then we, we just so don't do resuscitated efforts.
2: So if they had efforts. a DNR, DNI in writing would that have changed your mind on the morphine
0: well i guess no because well i mean i I don't know if i'd have to defend myself later but if anything on there says anything about comfort care measures to me that's comfort care i would do it
2: so he had said that there was just no life-saving measures right correct call a a doc doc. yeah i would call a doc and get morphine yeah i feel like i would Make this more comfortable for him. Make it somebody else's decision. Well, like
0: I said, I mean, this isn't this isn't one of those. Oh, I know. Every day, hey, we're going to help you go on to the next chapter. Right, you know? and
1: these and these type of calls really don't happen frequently. Like yeah. this is not something that people see Especially on a regular like, basis.
2: If you've had this and you stopped treatment five months ago, like was hospice contacted? Because that takes the, that yeah. takes it kind of out of our hands, and then hospice can handle it. Mm-hmm
1: so uh, it was reported to me that hospice was contacted, and this patient refused hospice really mm-hmm.
0: that's interesting. yep so he's just totally i'm flying solo
1: I'm flying solo at least that's uh, that's what yeah. it seems, right so as we continue, all great points to start thinking about as this uh as this call gets a lot more interesting, okay. So being that he's so restless uh at this point in time his mental status begins to decline he starts trying to remove all of the oxygen that EMS is trying to keep on his face um with that his sats decrease to 64 and his respiratory rate decreases from like the 36 range to around the 28 range EMS decides. All right, you know, at this point in time, the oxygen mask. Let's throw it away. He's not doing anything. Right. Maybe we can put the BBM on, try and bag him. It'll be less of a fight if we just take over the ventilations, right? Because right? people don't want to work very hard, right? So they begin to they they switch to the BBM, and His he again. Now, right? now they switch to the BBM. Now, really, this is eight minutes from being on scene granted still a long time. (laughs) Not really a lot of time though. Right. It's, it's a lot of time, but it's not a lot of time for all of this to be happening at once. I
0: fully understand what seven minutes is like when you're Uh, under pressure.
1: And that's it. You know? Um, and, And that was one of the big things interviewing this provider. They were sitting there like time management on this call was atrocious. Like my time management was atrocious. So at this point in time we can clearly see things are going downhill, right? In a respiratory call the downhillness I'm quoting a word there, making up a new word. The downhillness of a respiratory call tends to happen quickly. You and I have seen yeah. it, we've all seen it where they're like, yeah, they're really good and then it's like boom, they're dead, right? Nice. Um so, at this point in time, EMS has a conversation with the healthcare proxy about leaving the room. That's what I was going to ask. Do they want this person transported to the hospital? Because now they're bagging him or they're attempting. He's still trying to, you, you know, mean, yeah. rip it off, but they're at least attempting at this point in time. And the healthcare proxy says, you can bag him, you can take him. EMS goes, they, he might not make it there. Like, right. it is a very good possibility that he does not make it to the hospital alive. Are you sure? Legality
3: Healthcare question. proxy
0: says yes. So you're sure he'd rather die in the ambulance or, again, die, or at even die at a hospital die than at die at home? And again, the, at this point in time,
1: the, the EMS providers are kind of leaning on what the proxy feels is in the best interest of that family member. Right. Because they know them. You don't. They Right. Like, I agree with that. You know, the, the EMS provider this is the first time these people have ever
2: met.
0: Uh, you mean, know, the, we actually got it from the patient. Hey, I don't want nothing done. Leave, leave me alone.
2: But he was the one that yeah. wanted EMS called. Right. He was the one that he looked loved. at the yeah. family yeah. member he,
1: just just call. Call. Remember, he was the one oh, that right. stated, I want EMS called from the family caregiver that then wow. disappeared into a different room.
2: That's how they knew it was bad. Is because he said to call. It's interesting That's to right, me yeah. though. Like, did he want to call because he was uncomfortable? Like the initial presentation tells me that he was. Mm-hmm. He's restless. He's anxious. He's hypoxic. Yeah. Right. So, does he want to go to the hospital because he thinks they're going to make it more comfortable for him? I don't mm-hmm. know. Nobody will know. But right. Which leans to my point of I would have asked him, him that morphine. first. Mm-hmm. All great things Before to all great things to think about. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. And, and that's
0: it, you know? <laughs> it would so, be nice if we actually had a, some kind of a, not, maybe not even standing order, but just a little entry in our protocols that says, give us a call at medical control if you have, you know, a <laughs> DNR, DNI patient or a patient who doesn't have a DNR, DNI and says, hey, I want to freaking just die in peace, but, you know, the dying process isn't very peaceful, so mm-hmm. please give me something, something.
2: But anytime so, you have um, a question, I mean, I feel like I we would, have that. I just don't think that. people are going to call as quickly I guess as I would hope because you know anytime you have a question on anything you call a doc so why not that
0: that's true but
2: but again it lends itself
1: to experience how much experience do people have in EMS with you know comfort measures giving morphine for a dying patient somebody who's still talking to you right you know Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm in in Gerard's camp of I want to try and do what I can because I was called here to fix something it might be comfort Help care, them die. or it could be I think try and fix the respiratory
0: problem. And I think that's it. it, it it's, it's it's a hard. Like, and I feel like, like our you, mindset of, I'm sorry, I mean, like our mindset of of fixing something is fixing it to make them live. Well, and, and we have yeah. to start maybe in something like this. Start and we don't get any training. And you go into this, your brain to you go into this, and you say, like, whoa, this
2: airway, you know, this breathing problem is right in your face. And this is like, yes, this is my bread and butter. I know how to handle this. But then the patient says, no, I don't want anything done. And you're like, well, fuck,
0: right now, what? So, in that situation, us fixing something actually is us making it more comfortable, uncomfortable to pass, right?
3: So, if he flat out said nothing now. Five minutes from now, now he's completely being bagged because he's that unresponsive. Healthcare practice says, do everything. What do you do legally?
2: Everything.
1: Everything? Everything.
3: everything. Even
2: because, if the patient prior again, stated nothing. nothing. You know, oh, I thought you said he didn't state it.
3: No, if nothing. the patient prior stated he wanted nothing... And now you're he's you're bagging him, and the healthcare proxy is standing in front of you saying, "Do everything, even so though five minutes to, ago they said do nothing."
1: And I think it comes in, in now? that same lane, different lane kind of thing. There's nothing in writing, right? Yeah. You take the patient's, you know, wishes, and you say, "Okay, they didn't want any extreme, you know, extreme measures taken to save life." The healthcare proxy was on board with that. Yep but now they're switching tune is that because they're they're now realizing that they might lose a family member right. and now they're in that oh my god i need to save them kind of thing cuz i don't want them to be gone right. or how did that how did that change right it would be it would probably be for me an, an another conversation with the proxy like i think so too uh, again real, you know mm. educate them on what the heck is going on yeah. in that moment um, Especially
2: with this chronic issue, you can do everything. You can intubate them. You can do CPR. You can get Ross back on them. That doesn't mean they're going to have a good outcome. Right. So I think it's really important to educate on the the very real possibilities that mm-hmm. are about to happen. Yeah. Or, right.
0: or, or, hey, we, you know, we do everything. We save their life. We bring them back. They end up coming back from the hospital to die from freaking bladder cancer. Right.
2: Right. Exactly. Which like, you know, that, anyway. right, you know that. Right. This, you know. <laughs> yeah. They were given he a terminal. X amount of time. Right, exactly. Right. Like, this is going to be the outcome, right. whether he dies today or in a week or in a month. And it sounds year, like he whatever. accepted that.
0: Like, when they right. said, you have this much to live if you don't take your pills. And he said, fine, I'm not taking my pills. Yep. And he accepted that in this amount of time, that's it, I'm done.
2: That's it.
1: Yep. And, like we said, he's at uh, this point in time, the healthcare proxy already said he's on borrowed
2: time. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. So right? he's already so
1: surpassed. He's already he could be OK with it, right? Uh, again, it's hard for the EMS crew looking in from the outside perspective to know, because it's the first time they're meeting anybody. And on I think this scene. it's
3: hard because you don't know, like, I mean, go about trying to save people's lives," quote." Or like, you really want a lot I mean, I'm 18. I really would not like to die tomorrow, but I think when you get to that point where you've just accepted it, you're at a totally different mindset than any of us can even understand.
0: It's like when i would literally
2: sign my dnr right now if my doctor would give it to me i'm just putting it out there like yeah
0: absolutely I, well i mean it, it, it's funny because i actually worked with someone who you know um who has a dnr dni yep. and i remember when she you know the first time she told me we're you know we're in, in the ambulance together and she's like yeah you know i do have a dnr dni and you know and if anything happens because at the, the day she was having some issues and uh like you know i want you to, you got to respect that and i told her flat. I was like fuck that I ain't gonna respect that. <laughs> I said I'm gonna do whatever I can do to keep you here. You don't have the sheet right and, yet, and, <laughs> and dude, but, but that was that was know it, knowing brand, her.
1: Not, she would come back as oh, a ghost haunt and haunt oh, you every day. Every chance she could.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but, but but now that was as like literally I was like a maybe six month EMT, brand new, just new to EMS, new to all this stuff. Never really you know understood the whole. Accepting death, accepting death process, mm-hmm. and um, you know, looking back now, yeah, I would respect what she mm-hmm. what she wanted. I wouldn't, but not I even respecting death, like, su- let her suffer like that.
2: You take it one further because how many times you go on scene and you know somebody wants to arm they're having chest pain, like they could be having a STEMI for all I know. Right. They're having a STEMI and they're like, no, I'm not going to the hospital. Like I respect that it's your decision to make your body. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that I don't have to agree with it. All I have to do is educate you. like, And I'm going to educate you to the very best of my ability. But I will absolutely 100% respect that it's your decision to make.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's right. I didn't hear a word of that. <laughs> I didn't hear a word of that either. Would you like me to eat the microphone more? Yes. yes. Now I can hear. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> moving <Yes>. on. <laughs> <laughs> So with that tangent, <coughs> um, EMS talks to the proxy. We've established the proxy still wants them to go to the hospital. So at this point in time. What is e- the
3: patient doing right now? Still fighting the bag still.
1: They are, again, restless, still trying to fight the bag. They're getting, they're, <laughs> they're getting breaths in. However, it's not like it should be. Right. Nothing like it should be. Um, so the crew sits him upright where then, uh, he decides it's my time to dry heave. He's given it, he's given a can, no emesis occurs. Instead, he confused in a confused distressed manner. He throws himself back onto the bed. SPO two at this point drops from 64 being bagged. To thirty
0: nine. This like, I I'm, I'm just having a hard How time watching this right now. Right. No, I mean this is like I mean you're watching someone in the throes of death and doing nothing to make them even more comfortable. You know. So,
1: at sinus tack at one fifty five. Now bradycardic at thirty eight. Yeah, we're,
0: we're we're reaching the point.
3: Reaching yeah, the point. I mean, watching, watching him die and
2: make him comfortable. I. So. He's not gonna make it out of the house.
0: Not gonna make it out of the house. And when maybe sedation, maybe not morphine, just some sedation. Anything, anything to make him comfortable. I mean,
1: at this point in time, there's not even a second blood pressure. I'm sure the blood pressure at this point, assuming, is probably in the toilet. In the toilet. You give him morphine. You give him Versed, and you're just you're just gonna watch a rhythm change at that point in time, right? So is that is that then? assisting in death or is it it making comfortable like at 90 you can still make him comfortable if you're if you give him you know versed or morphine or something to make him comfortable you're just going to kill him at this point i
2: almost think you missed the ball on that because i think at this point it's assisted i do i think it's assisting at Mm -hmm. this point not so much comfort
0: but let's be honest death so once we get to that point where you know the brain is is so hypoxic that you know your consciousness is not you are not there mm-hmm. and it is just basic body functions fighting to stay alive that's got to be pretty freaking painful and whatever's going on in the, the brain that we'll never know and that's I, it I, I mean, we don't know I, i'm i'm just going to assume that it's probably terrifying mm-hmm. so to me, that's still a comfort But he's measure.
2: restless and anxious the second you walk in. Right. Why, like, to me, I think I would do that sooner. I think that's where we don't have that Until he training. has or that. barely any pulse, no blood pressure, and he's hypoxic right. at 30%. Right. Mo- now mean, you're helping him die. Now ro- now he's the literally moments we... away that you'll give the morphine. It won't even take effect before he dies.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, the best thing we could have done is, had we known or had some kind of direction or training or something... Where, hey, when he says, hey, I don't want nothing, this is it, he's still with us, able to say these things, that we should be able to just say, okay, we're going to respect that, and I'm done talking. We're going to – what would you like me to do? You want me to make you comfortable?
1: Right, and that, and you I know? think that was the missed opportunity, right? Yeah. Start a line, call a doc, be like, hey, I'm going to sit with this patient for comfort measures, do whatever. But
0: you or you I know? have even thought of doing that right off the rip. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. It's not something yeah, that's see, ingrained. I mean, but I, you
2: see this person and they're restless and they're anxious and they obviously look uncomfortable. Yeah. You don't think it would cross your minds to make them comfortable?
0: So I, I think... I think we're still in life-saving mode.
2: But he, I, you already know that he doesn't want anything He wants done. nothing. Right, because he made that clear pretty mm-hmm. pretty early. The patient did. Yeah. Healthcare
3: I mean, proxy came in and for confirmed the healthcare it. Proxy to but confirm again, it?
1: he made it clear, you know... Extreme life saving CPR intubation, you know, uh, cardiac pacing, it, stuff like that. Not so much
2: oxygenation. Wanna, uh, right. Okay, but even and if I you're going to right bag here. them or give, why can't you give morphine to make that easier? And the, and
1: the, and the, I think, I think where it's lost is there's there's we talk about experience so much in this in this podcast that there's no experience to fall back on like hey i've done this before i've seen it before okay i'm going to this is clearly what they drill into you in paramedic class this is really bad patient try and fix really bad patient there's not that that line that You're like,
2: oh, uh, fix well, them
0: to make them worse,
2: fix them right, make them comfortable to go right. To right. Yeah. There, right.
0: There's which I I, I, I know you as a, I didn't mean to cut you out, uh, but I guess you as a nurse, and I know just from what I've saw with uh, uh, a family member of mine that you know passed in the ICU. The, I mean, you guys, I, I don't want to say like you're used to it, but. I mean, those, We're more those, exposed those to nurses. It yeah. Yeah, yeah, those nurses. They knew what to do. They knew, okay, you know, they, when they extubated her, you know, she was still breathing on her own. Everything was, and that's and, and that's right. what she did. She came in and said, "I'm right. here to make her a little more comfortable." And I'm like, well, "Why? She looks pretty fucking comfortable with me because she ain't fucking moving, you know." And, right. and then they gave her a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and and just. You know, about every 20 minutes or so, they'd come in and give her a little, little bit more until she finally passed.
2: Which I guess pre hospital, thinking that like, then, yeah. But I do now. I think thinking about it pre hospitally like, the only time that you really ever experience that is if you by chance go to a hospice patient. And like, right. that's few and far between because mm-hmm. hospice, you know, they don't really need us. They take care of themselves. But a lot of times you'll go and it'll be like, oh, I couldn't get a hold of hospice, so I called you. And like, there's nothing we're going to do from there. Mm-hmm. There's not like that's. So I get that you don't know it because you're not exposed to it.
1: And, and I, right i think that exposure and experience lends a lot because we as paramedics and emts are not trained to deal with helping death right we're we're letting them
3: die essentially right
1: we are there okay we get called for a code and we arrive and they hand you a piece of paper and you put them on the monitor and they're still vtac pulseless and you're like okay well
0: I have my piece of paper. I
1: have my piece of paper. Let I, me watch this until I it's can not. Just, <laughs> right. I can just watch this until it's not. Not, here's a guy who's clearly on the way out. He's in the dying process. We get called to shortness of breath. Hey, you're here. Fix dying process. Now don't. But, then, but no, I don't oh, want wait, you to. I, I don't really want you to. But here, still try and fix it. Because the 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 family, the healthcare proxy is still saying at this point in time, bring him to the hospital. Him to hospital, paramedic is saying he won't make it out right. of this room.
0: Yeah, I mean, you should yet, be, bring him to morgue is more fitting.
1: <laughs> you know, you and, know, and that's it. Like they speaking with the the provider. There was no chance this this provider ever had an inkling of. This guy makes it out of bedroom, right? Right. No, no way. Yet family's sitting there going,
0: devolved into speaking Neanderthal.
2: But maybe you explain to the family like, (laughs) (laughs) maybe you explain to the family and say like, hey, I don't think he's gonna make it to the hospital. Why don't we make him comfortable here? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you give them another option. But again.
0: understanding or knowledge to fall on to right
2: uh,
3: i have a big question that
0: that this is one of the situations i should do something like that Mm -hmm.
3: who is this family member to this person Uh, it's the son exactly you're if my dad is dying in front of me i'm gonna want you to do everything possible even though no matter what he's flat out told me
0: they're having a struggle of their own they're having their
3: own struggle watching their father die in front of them 100 percent.
2: but that's why if i could make your father more comfortable yeah
3: that's going to yeah, make
0: like it that much like better. That. Yeah. See, I just learned something new. Yep. But I'm and welcome. I, that I son is sitting something. there saying,
3: yeah. do everything possible. Bring him to the hospital where miracles happen and they're, they're going to bring saying him back. Don't do
2: anything but take him to the hospital. Yeah. Right. Is ultimately what he's saying, which the patient, I don't disagree. You know, if the family wants him taken to the hospital, that's on them. Like, that's their decision. Maybe, you know, it's a family house. You know, there's, there's a million reasons why they don't want them in the house. But at this point, we're past that.
1: Yep. Yeah. Can we all agree this is
2: put a body in it?
1: Not to not to make it any less, uh, you know, important. But can we all agree that this is rock and hard place kind of thing? Oh yeah. Right. This is this is the epitome of rock and and hard place. place, Right. You're you're damned if you, you know, call a doc and make them comfortable and do whatever because you're not thinking those terms, because we're not trained to think in those terms. But you're also damned because you know if you move him, he's going to code. Right? He already dropped right. you know, significantly just sitting him upright. Now you want to try and move him somewhere else.
3: But what's the harm right? in calling a doc who sees people die way more frequently than we do? Because
2: you, these, you don't think of that... Hospital. In the moment. Like, yeah. right, you don't well, think and, that. You right. see this severe respiratory distress and you're like, oh, I can fix that. Absolutely. I know what to do for this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, now this the patient the healthcare practice are like, no. And you're like, uh, um, oh, okay. So you don't think like, and okay, let me go total that, yeah. 180 mm-hmm. and let me give you something to help you make it more comfortable for you to pass. Right. It's just, it's a different thought process. It's a
0: very different thought. and uh, One that no, 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 EMS is not very uh, exposed uh, it, it, to. I mean, yeah, when you get down to breast, it is assisted. hmm I mean, that's literally what we're doing. Is we're treating them. You're treating pain. Yeah, I mean. You're making more comfortable.
2: Yeah, you're treat. It's what pain management's for.
0: And and I and I like looking at it that way because when they say, "Oh, it's assisted suicide," no,
2: they're already dying with or without you, right? I mean, assisting death, not suicide.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I may quote, you know, R.G. Bunker, would it make you feel any better if they were thrown out of a window? You know know what I mean? It's gonna happen. But can I be that instrument so that it happens peacefully for them? Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not only
2: for them, but for the family watching too. I can't imagine and, and watching pain. my yeah. father anxious, Suss, restless. Right. right. And being the one
3: who has to hold the cards to make the what happens.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, I couldn't imagine, you know, seeing my grandmother writhing around while her basic body functions are trying to, you know, Do something. cling to right. life. Right. It was much better that they kept hitting her with morphine and mm-hmm. she was nice and still and nice and peaceful and the only way we knew she passed was you know just everything just kind of slowed and then stopped yep
2: i think and how peaceful is that though she mm-hmm. was never like 150 super right. anxious and then all of a sudden just right. dropped right. like you're just, just a normal a baseline nice, and then right.
0: just kind of braided down and mm-hmm. and then she just, and then it just stopped
3: i think mm-hmm. a lot depends on the provider too because i mean it depends on how many family members have you had passed that were adamant that I am not even I'm not going to the hospital. I'm dying here. How many hospice patients have you ever had? I think a lot of it, your morals too feel okay calling a doc and being like, "Listen, can I have morphine?" I think it all comes down to the provider and what they personally feel, which shouldn't be involved, but in a case like that, it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, our, mm-hmm. our what is our what is our motto? Do no harm mm-hmm. above all, you know.
3: But is that doing harm or is it helping?
0: In this this situation, I think it's not doing harm. It's helping. It's helping. Helping.
1: Yeah. So now do we want to know where this goes? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He jumps out of bed, breakdances across the living room, (laughs) runs down the stairs, jumps in the ambulance, (laughs) yells wee wee pee pee, and runs down the street, right?
1: (laughs) Or you have a weekend of Bernie's moment. (laughs) Um. All right, so uh, where did I leave this off? Okay, so he um, at this point in time, uh, with the with the decline in. I just (laughs) totally thought about that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ah, poor you.
0: (laughs) This is Michael (laughs) Jackson's. My bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're so bad I know <laughs> alright um, alright so the devil,
0: he's just going excellent <laughs>
1: <laughs> he will be mine <laughs> alright um, so bagging continues right with the decline in mental status he's a lot more uh you know okay with the bagging um however you uh then see eyes into head body shakes three distinct times agonal respirations uh pulses are checked both radial pulses have been lost which were uh there prior carotid pulses are still present and still very strong so the EMT decides NPA airway, and continues rescue breathing. Five minutes goes by, reassesses, blood pressure of 136 over 70. Wow. No. Where did that come from? What? That came, that,
0: that, that came from the people at what? Phillips.
1: So, uh, blood Angel. pressure, blood pressure, 136 over 70. Heart rate is sinus TAC at 132 Seriously, on the what? on the EKG monitor. SpO2 is 81%. End tidal CO2.
0: looking <laughs> 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 up to himself? They <laughs> 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 were looking like, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sigh. Joke's on <tell> you, bitch.
1: End <laughs> <N-tidal laughs> CO2 is 18. And the respiratory rate is assisted with the BVM at 12 to 14. GCS of three.
0: That's when you look at the freaking (laughs) sky and you go, give me a fucking break. (laughs) (laughs) Not even give
1: me a break. Give him a break. (laughs) Give him a break. Right? Take him. So EMS providers have another heart to heart with the proxy. And the the proxy still says no CPR, no pacing, no life-saving measures. They still want him to go. For what, though? At this point in time, the medic medic then gets very uh, forward, saying, Dude, cardiac arrest is imminent here. I
3: can't do anything for it from what you're telling me. And there is
1: nothing that I'm going to do here. He's not going, like, right now... He's he he's, he's breathing because we're breathing for, for him. him. Right? He's not breathing if we don't breathe for him. Like this improvement is because he's a GCS of 3 and the fact that He's not fighting anymore. He's not right. fighting. Yeah. His his hypoxia is now getting somewhat fixed because we're bagging him. However, if we stop this, he's just going to decline again right. and eventually Done. he's going to be in cardiac arrest. So we really can't move at this point in time. So after that conversation, the medic sees these changes. Heart rate on the monitor drops from 132 to 108. ETCO2 drops from 18 to 17. And the changes continue. Heart rate drops again from 108 to 52 with frequent PVCs. End title drops from 17 to 12. And it continues to trend downwards uh, until you see ventricular tachycardia yeah, the, on the monitor with an end title of eight. Rasp. Yeah. Pulses are checked. None are present. Medic looks at, the, looks at the proxy and goes, the heart is stopped. This is the time where CPR should be done. Again, we're confirming none. Healthcare proxy says none. Cool. VTAC turns into VFib which then eventually turns into a systole and he dies at home. So. Medic calls Doc at that point in time. Is says, the EMT still bagging though? At that point in time? No. <laughs> he just when when did he stop? <laughs> yeah, he's just he's over there squeezing away. <laughs> at, at that point in time, no. <laughs> um, it's not working. <laughs> Um. So the medic does call medical control, asks for secure orders, gives them the whole ring em around, you know, convoluted mm-hmm. story. The doc gives the secure order, and everything is left as is. Right? Did um, so the think doc
0: understand? I mean, like, the, the, he was cool with it.
1: So I don't know exactly what the doc said. Um, I can assume that okay. giving the order, yeah. this was okay with it. Was right.
0: okay
3: <laughs> with it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean like, 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 he didn't get yelled at for I it. Right.
0: Things where they ended up, you know, reluctantly being okay with it yeah, versus no, it, just, like, understanding, all right, cool. I don't think that job. there would be
2: anything to be reluctant about. Mm. The patient made his wishes clear. The healthcare proxy, yeah. which they do follow religiously in a hospital, made the wishes clear. Mm-hmm.
3: The okay. only thing the medic didn't do was drag him out to the ambulance to die there.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. So, which kudos to
1: them. So there, there is a I think we've unpacked a lot happening in this call. Um, and I there is so much in here in that we wanted to talk about the compassion aspect, the humanity aspect. I think that's where this really hits home. Because at the end of the day, it's taking care of your patients in their in their final. 10 15 minutes all of this occurred within a 15 minute 20 minute period so it was again the provider told me they felt like they were there for three hours and it was like 22 minutes or something something crazy like that and they're like time management was awful but yet it 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 really it really (laughs) wasn't there was it's, a lot to digest here, a lot of crazy changes, you know.
0: That was like, like me, seven minutes. I'm like, no, no, we were there for like an hour. It had to be.
1: Right. Like and and you, don't, you don't realize how fast time goes in, yeah. in crazy situations like this. So one of the coolest things that I thought came out of this was the provider, after getting off the phone with the doc, came in and said, hey, all clear. You know, we're we're done here. Uh, but then went and didn't return in service for another like 30 minutes. Didn't even clear the scene for another 30 minutes. Just speaking with the family on the other side of the of the house, telling them, listen, this is what happened, this is what we did, this is you That's know yeah. and and most most DMS providers we all know would be like, Please. I am Gone.
0: See you later. Goodbye. I wouldn't right? say most. I would say most of the assholes.
2: So uh, most of the providers. Okay, so <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you know, and and
1: but it's true. How many mm-hmm. providers do we know that would have been like, oh, sorry for your loss. He's well, I left him on the bed. The cops so, will be here so soon. Here you as, as soon as the cops
2: are here, we're going to bolt. Thanks. And we'll for wait time. outside until they get here. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, but this provider... Sat there, let the EMT clean up everything, and yeah, please
2: don't leave a mess.
1: Just sat there with the family,
2: explaining the that. family,
1: and you know, it's like, why wouldn't you do that?
0: That's what we should be doing.
2: Because in people's yeah. mind, they don't have time for that, which is disgusting, but, which, which
0: is, is awful. And, and I would even go a step further and say, and some people, there's something ooky booky about it, and they just want to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Because there is wanna, something ookie-bookie about it. Yeah, they don't want to be dealing with people's emotions. sorrow and mo- emotions and all that stuff. Yeah. Right,
3: but those people's world just stops. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So our care to so should not stop. Our, no, our, our, our,
2: it refocuses.
0: Our just, be, just went from being the person that died to the family. family, family. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I can't
3: even imagine that. If like, they were like, yeah, spouses, this mess is yours. Right? I'm just going to leave and you can deal with it all.
0: Elderly spouses, I mean, literally, oh. they become my my priority fucking oh. patient right off the 50 rip. 50 plus
3: I'm years of of marriage. I'll sit there
2: and cry with them every time.
0: It's And my biggest worry is they're, gonna they're going to right in front of me because they're getting so Fakusuba. worked up. And yeah, that, I don't yeah. get it. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, you know, they've been married 50 years. It's they don't know known, life without you know, each other. The night? wife was yeah. this doting wife. You know, all the time he was sick and and it's like, you know, I will pour them drinks, I will cook them food, I mm-hmm. will do whatever I have to do to make sure that they're comfortable before yeah. I leave.
1: and especially if they're alone, like if yeah. they oh, yeah. don't have family, like I'll sit there and I'll wait. Hey, where's your closest family right. member? Are they coming here? Yeah, they're going to be here in 40 minutes. Okay, okay. we'll wait. I'll be I'll here in the, the next 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Like tell them not to rush. They're coming from it's Anchorage.
0: Okay. okay, well... Uh, <laughs> I'll clear it with my soup. (laughs) What's for dinner? Um, What
3: can I make you for dinner?
1: You know, and and that's, that really is the the compassion. We already spoke about the compassion in the death process. I think it would have been really cool if there's some form of like end of life training that, you know, they give, you know, to EMTs and paramedics. Because then you're thinking, oh, yeah, because again the the provider in speaking with them writing this up really gave an insight to the thought processes going through their mind through the whole thing and again it was at bedside rsi or death and yet rsi might kill you because you're close to death but there was never any thought process of like oh hey there, there's close death here. Maybe I'll just sit here and start a line and give him some nasal oxygen and give him some morphine and make him comfortable.
0: Make it, yeah, make him comfortable. You no.
1: know, there there was none of that. So I don't know. Maybe that's something EMS should look into in the future. You know, yeah. I definitely think because nurses get it. They they see a whole lot more of it. Again, difference between. The, you know, the licensing and the certification. I can go on and on about that <laughs> all day. Different um,
2: episode. <clears throat> that's going to get heated. If
0: I only had a union.
1: <laughs> um, anything that you guys want to bring up in this that we haven't touched on?
0: As somebody brand spanking new.
1: I
3: don't, I feel like, so when my uncle had passed away a couple months ago, it was in our district that we work in, so the providers knew my family. My uncle is a firefighter. He was an EMT for a really long time. So they stayed. They stayed until I showed up, and they sat down, and they explained from A to Z exactly what had happened, because that's what I needed. And they sat there with my aunt. What do you need? My aunt was married to my uncle for 52 years. It was, we went there every single day waiting for something to happen, because that's all she knew was how to take care of my uncle. But he, his heart was at like sixty percent heart function two months prior when he was in the hospital, and he was adamant. I am going to die here. Don't even call. He used to tell my aunt. Of course, she called because it's my aunt. But I feel like going, and knowing how my from the family side of things felt, it would have been a lot better just him. And he died at home peacefully before the whole COVID thing, and he never would have been able to leave the house the way my aunt is. But that's the way he wanted
2: to go. It's something, too. Like, the family wanted him transported. They were very adamant, like, take him to the hospital, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting point. But then you think about it, like, can they live in that house knowing that their father died there? And then it, right. Maybe that's why. So, like, I I almost understand them saying, like, take him to the hospital, especially if the patient didn't care one way or another. Which he he wasn't adamant about staying. He was just adamant that there's no life-saving measures. Right. So I kind of understand one way or another. I mean, I just encourage you to listen to what these people are telling you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. take your own opinion out of it and listen to the family or the patient, if you can, and get that information before they lose their mental status. Or
3: instead of taking yourself out of it, put yourself in it. If this was your father, your so-and-so, and this is what they wanted, wouldn't you want what they what wanted? What they want,
2: exactly. You don't have to agree with it. You just...
3: Have
1: to accept, accept it, it. Exactly. and again, you're there for the betterment of them,
2: them. Oh, not you.
1: It's not, it's not you. Take yourself out of it. You can play your mind all you want internally. You're getting a
0: paycheck at the end of the week and you're going home that night, right? They're, they're everything just, just stopped, yeah, they're, they're right? Just began,
1: you're right? Exactly. So, you know, you are there to be whatever they need you to be at that point in time, right. You know, if I uh, if they really wanted this guy transported, okay, but make it known that that's probably not the best thing for him.
2: Right. Educate them.
1: You know, and, and do that and education. And there was, is time for that. There's always time for that.
2: I think it was really great of this crew to sit there and be like, he is not going to make it out of the house. Does that change your mind? Mm-hmm.
1: Anything yeah. else?
0: Well, I think we pretty much covered Outside it. I mean, I mean it, yeah. it...
1: this one was tough.
0: This that's one was really one tough to yeah cuz i mean it's like you
1: know it's it's like you know could care have gone differently could you know decisions have been made quicker could you know outcomes have been changed i don't think outcomes would have changed no yeah, matter I don't what think no. decisions no. could have been made quicker um,
0: either 22 minutes you know, I know all crazy. that to go that's, on that's i mean
2: we just talked about it for an hour we still don't have a decision right. made right and <laughs> yeah shit. and,
0: and yeah. these are those they did fine
1: these yeah. are those Maybe. really terrible calls that you're like i hope i never get this like listening to it i'm like i don't. Know. I, don't I
2: would not call. want to be that guy
1: you know like yeah would i
2: would not i don't even want to be uh, the emt trying to bag this guy what, uh, <laughs> so. now,
0: now having heard this call i mean uh, honestly me in the future
2: changes your practice
0: absolutely because uh, now think? i know if, if i'm faced with something similar or even in the, in the same ballpark that question in my head is now going to probably make it to my mouth and go hey you know Comfort measures.
3: Yeah. Because not everybody you thinks know. of that. No, Similar not everybody has way that way experience where, like, my <laughs> uncle wants to pass away at home. What can we do to make yeah. him comfortable?
0: And you're know,
2: always trained, like, no, you have to stop this process from happening. Right. Death is inevitable, but I'm going to push it off as long as I fucking can.
0: Right. And we're going to race the Reaper. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, shit. exactly, yeah. though.
2: Everything we do is putting off the inevitable. Right.
0: Yep. And
3: here. But sometimes it doesn't matter. It's going to happen. Just, right, right. And
2: let's just make it comfortable.
1: Yep. Definitely. All right, guys. Well, uh, happy January 1st. We will see you in two weeks and, uh, hopefully 2021 starts a little better here. Um, it has to. It has to, <laughs> you know, um, I, am actually going to switch up the, uh, the status quo of, uh, call review and discussion for this month. And I'm going to hit you guys with another call review. Mm-hmm. In two weeks, so it goes.
0: Regular twisted tea. uh, Oh, dude!
1: (laughs) I watched that video for the first time yesterday, because you know how many twisted trees I drink. Yes. Oh, trees! My God,
0: that many! (laughs) I was like, that (laughs) that, twisted trees. That's how many he drinks. (laughs)
1: I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy for that dude. And watching the extended, have you seen the extended version of that one? No.
0: I, oh, just, dude. I just got no. the dude, of it. You okay. have
1: to watch the extended. He takes him after slamming him with the with the twisted yeah. tea can and it explodes all over his face. The dude drops. He grabs him, hurls <laughs> him down onto the other side of the store, pounds his face in about 12 times, picks him up, throws him down again, and is like, you don't call me that, blah, blah, blah. Oh, dude. He, oh, it was fucking hilarious! Wow, I was like, "All oh, like the guy is deserved it." one hundred percent, he deserved
0: it. Is it better than the one that ran up and just backhanded the dude and knocked him out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta watch. You gotta watch the extended.
1: I'll I'll send you one. The one. That licks his hand and, <laughs> and knocks the fucker right out i'll send you the extended one right. with with the, whoever put this on youtube did like graphics in it so they have like uh
0: like the old batman sound effects
1: no 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 um <laughs> you know uh i can't think of the movie but uh the movie with um um you know that like, movie, like, with movie with that, movie that with? character no, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, by felicia with that oh, the, um, friday friday yeah that remember when, um, when? No, when he's like, "You just got nice. knocked oh, the fuck, fuck out. out." Yeah, that's in there. Oh, nice. So like, you know, yeah. he whacks him, and then he's like, "You just got knocked the fuck out." Oh, it's fucking hilarious. It's great. <laughs> nice.
3: Well, everybody have a happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <On> <laughs> we just went from wonderfully, you know, like heart wrenching, <laughs> freaking passionate yeah, story You got knocked out. the
1: fuck out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, guys, be safe.
0: Yeah. Donuts.
1: <laughs> Donuts.
3: Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at medicmaterialsedu or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.